Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. And they're racing. She's a pearl. She nailed the start. Straight to the lead. And she's two links in front going through the first corner. Photo Manda second. Good odds cash into some trouble and Coast Model getting up on the rails. They're followed then by Richard Honor. Next came my Rinker Riley Doonan. Good odds cash. And last is Zempedes. But it is She's a pearl in full flight at the home turn. She led it by six on Coast Model. Richard Honor getting up on the inside. But this is greatness from a champion. She's a pearl wins the million dollar chase beats coach model and rich sedona fourth in photo man they're followed by Tunan, well there it was the moment on saturday night that she's a pearl won the tab million dollar chase welcome to going greyhounds we'll chat with all the 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 connections of all the feature race winners from last saturday night it was a, a very special night and a breathtaking performance by this superstar greyhound, she's a pearl, and we're joined by her owner now, Joe Lanuti. Good morning to you, Joe. Good morning, Maddie. Good morning, listeners. Firstly, massive congratulations to you and Craig and your big team of owners with She's a Pearl. Uh, how did you How did you come through the the night and the celebrations? It was a It was a heck of a night, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sure was. Thanks, Maddie. It's uh, it's a huge achievement by our crew. Um, we were a little bit dusty on Sunday morning, I must say, but uh, really worthwhile. Uh, it was a great way for us to bow out, actually, Matty. Our punters hate you, Syndicate, now with the, the rules that have changed in New South Wales as of May 1. So, uh, it's, sort of, it's a really fitting way for us after five years of 903 winners to, to pull up stumps now. So, uh, just so, so happy for all the owners. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're certainly going out on top. I'm, I'm sure when you made the purchase of She's a Pearl at the at the back end of last year. Never in your wildest dreams you would have expected to have gone on this ride with her. I think she's won 12 of her 13 starts since, since you guys bought her. And funnily enough, it was her first start was the, the defeat. So it's been pretty amazing. And to, to win a Golden Easter egg, a million-dollar chase only four weeks apart, must must hold a lot of, a, a, a lot of specialness for you. Oh, ridiculous, Matty. I, I don't know if we'll really appreciate it until she's probably gone. It sounds silly. We've only had it for 13 starts, but um, yeah, what a what a great run it's been, including the, the three heat races, the heat, the semi and the final, the two MDCs, the semi and the final, the Mora Cup. Oh, I don't think you could get any better. In, in our eyes, Matty, she's the, she's the queen of Wentworth Park to us, and that's all that matters. Yeah, for sure. She, de- she most definitely is. She's won 12 in a row, but it's a, I suppose it's an easy thing. It's not an easy thing to win 12 in a row, but you go back through those 12 wins and it's not like she's just winning grade 5s and grade 4s or free-for-alls on Wednesday night. She's been taking on the best, like you said, the Tamora Cup and then the Easter Egg Series and now the Million Dollar Chase Series. And and it, it hasn't been that she's she's been lucky to win races. She's just completely dominated not only the Easter Egg Series but now the Million Dollar Chase Series. So... She's something special, and I think as a code, we need to, to really embrace her. I think she, what she's doing at the moment is is kind of what, what Winx was doing only a few years ago in the Thoroughbred Code and before Winx Black Caviar, where they were just completely dominant. And I think we need to celebrate her now because she has proven that she is clearly the best greyhound in Australia and, and maybe one of the best greyhounds of our generation. Yeah, well, she, yeah, well, I mean, we, we'd never argue with the Matty. We don't get up into all of that. But that's the more a cup that you talk about. 
Uh, you know, that Castle Warrior had just come off beating Wow and Co in the Bull Eye Gold Cup, running about 25.80, and Ferdinand Boy was in that race as well. I mean, it was just a star-studded Samora Cup. So you're right, she's raced the best that uh, that we've got around here, plus a couple of Vicks as well. And look, I know there's been a couple of uh, there's a couple of media identities that have sort of said she's overplayed in the media. And uh, listen, we, we underplay her, we thought, but off the back of that, we sort of we closed our social media pages. We don't want anyone to think that we're big noting about a greyhound that we bought. We bought plenty, Maddie, and that, that prize money there has taken our punters HQ syndicates over five million. So. Um, listen, there won't get many updates from us anymore. We don't want to get involved. We don't want people to think that we're, we're overplaying it. But for those that did want an update, she's sitting in the sun right now at Gunning. She's got a head on a golden Easter egg as a pillow. She's got a pause on the million-dollar plate, and she's loving life, Matty. Oh, if, if I was in her shoes, I would be loving life as well. And, and it's thoroughly deserved. She is a, a genuine superstar, and, and you deserve to celebrate her. She's something that... We might not ever see again what she's been able to do over the past four months since you guys had her, but even before that, with when she was still with Peter Sims, she won her last six starts when he was training her. So she's won 18 of the last 19 starts, which which is remarkable in itself. So, um, yeah, she's she's freakish. She's, uh, simply put, she's a freak. What are her, what are the plans? Yeah, yeah. And now, what are the plans with her going forward? I believe she's going to have a little little spell and then target races like the nationals and the second of the million dollar chases this year. Yeah, spot on. Why why would we leave Wentworth Park? Yes, JR and the W poured plenty of money into our state. We've poured plenty of money ourselves over five years buying grounds to run in our state. We're the number one state right now. The money's here. The nationals are at winning. The MDCs at winning. Uh, we're not going anywhere. Anyone wanted to take us on, come up and take us on, and you can say we're, we're just winning at Winnie or whatever you want, but you know what? We'll just keep doing it because the money's building up in the bank and, and we're going to stay here because she loves the place. So you, you never know with Andy and Jody, though, Maddie. There's every chance she, she could be back in two or three weeks at Winnie because, you know, she just loves to race, and if she's doing too well, they won't hesitate to put her in, but uh, we just leave that to them. They steer the ship. We're just on the tugboat at the back just going along for the ride. Yeah, well, it's a, a very good ride that you're on, and, and that'd be a brave man to say that she she wouldn't be one of the big players in in the nationals and million dollar chase going forward because she's only just turned two and a half. So you would think she's right in that zone, sort of from now, probably until she turns three, three and a half, where she'll be right in her peak, which is scary to think what she's already done. If, if she can get better, well, who knows? Who knows what we're going to see from her in the future. Oh, yeah, very scary. I mean, we're just going to enjoy the moment while we're there. I mean, I think whatever it is, 1.3 million or something, we just pinch ourselves. So, so happy for the owners. They've poured plenty in. And uh, a, a mentioned to one of the owners, uh, Matty, if that's OK, Scott Stidson up north in Townsville. You know, he passed away two days before the the MDC final. Um, now he, he's a guy that probably has purchased 40 to 50 greyhounds with Punters HQ over the last three or four years. I got a phone call off his sister. Never spoken to her in, in, in my life. Kim called just to let us know about Scott. And uh, our condolences are to the family. But they want to stay involved in all of the dogs they're in, including Pearl, for the kids and for the family. And she said one really special thing at the end, Maddie, where she, she truly believed that Scott lasted the last four months on on um, of his life due to she's a Pearl because he just lived and breathed every minute of her and never stopped talking about it. So. Um, our thoughts are with the family. Yeah, absolutely. And 
and it, it it definitely thoughts with the family, but it just does go to show that when as an owner or you have that attachment with with an animal, I suppose it can give you that reason to live. And it sounds like she's a pearl was able to do that uh, with that particular owner. But it certainly is very sad, but great that the family wants to stay involved, and hopefully she can. She can use that angel that she'll have riding with her going forward and, and keep winning big races because, yeah, she's something very special. Yeah, very well, well said. Uh, just the ups and downs. What about the ups and downs of ground racing, though, Matty? We, um, obviously, the million-dollar chase, but then, since then, uh, we had two greyhounds last night, both two pin muscles, um, one at Nowra, uh, Dixie Hawk for Andrew Bell, and, and one at Maitland, Sacred Stance for Michelle Sultana. I just want to shout out to both of those trainers, to Belly and to Shell. They got in contact with us as soon as they crossed the line because the owners are always desperate to find out. And, and it's sen- sensational to have trainers like that that can, can communicate with us straight away so we can forward the message on. So the owners are very thankful. But, you know, Andrew Bell, well, he's dominated New South Wales for the last couple of years. And Michelle Sultana, she's on the rise as a young trainer. So just want to shout out to them. Yeah, absolutely. I know as, as, a, as an owner of horses, when something goes wrong all you want to know is some information on how they are and things like that so to do that immediately following the race uh yeah hats off to both belly and also michelle but um yeah racing's a great leveler isn't it hey my word it is yeah no thanks man i really appreciate your support thanks everyone for all the messages we're attempting to get back to everybody but we're glad other people are enjoying the ride with Caesar pearl because um, we'll never have another one yeah, you're spot on there. Well, congratulations on her win on Saturday night, and thanks for the chat this morning, Joe. Thanks, Matty. Bye, mate. There we had Joe Lanuti, the proud owner of the Million Dollar Chase winner, She's a Pearl. We'll have for a quick break. On the other side, we chat with Nathan Goodwin, who won the Masters Meteor with Angry Blizzard. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And they're racing now. Beginning fast from the inside is Fire Legend. He'll go through and lead from Sunburn Highway into second. Third, Angry Blizzard on the rails. And fourth, the outside is Ebby Infrared. They're followed by Crazy Old Goat. Next, Ritza Gloria, Ritza Donald and Karinga Lucy, the favourite last. Off the back straight and it's Fire Legend who leads it by two. Angry Blizzard rail through to second. They're clear of Crazy Old Goat and Sunburn Highway. They corner. Angry Blizzard hit the front. Crazy Old Goat flashes the inside, makes it close. Angry Blizzard or Crazy Old Goat in a photo to the Masters Meteor. Third Fire Legend, fourth in Sunburn Highway. They're followed home then by Ebby Infrared, Richard Donald. We had the Masters Meteor on Saturday night, a very close photo finish, but it did go the way of Angry Blizzard. We're joined by his trainer now, Nathan Goodwin. Good morning to you, Nathan. Yeah, morning, Matty. Good morning, everyone. What a thrill, hey? It must have been, must have been something pretty special there for you on Saturday night. Mate, you still sort of um, you still sort of choke up a little bit listening to it in a sense. That's uh, yeah, the you sort of uh, you, you put on the tough outlook, but I tell you what, it's uh, it, it's a great thrill, mate. It, you know, we we've won some good races over the years, you know, like and uh, uh, when we were up there in Queensland, you know, uh, Townsville Cups, Mackay Cups, Maiden, Young Guns, all that sort of stuff, you know, and and, and back then you you, know, you 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 won five or six or four thousand, you thought you'd. You thought you just picked great goals, and and then to to come out Saturday night and you know have that little dog do what he done was it was just fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Masters Meteor for I know you've you've got a number of Masters uh, dogs going around at the moment that are always thereabouts at Wentworth Park, but a race like the Masters Meteor 
Uh, it's a target race for for those Masters dogs, a hundred thousand dollars to the winner. So uh, to 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 get that prize on Saturday night, just it must just mean so much for you. Oh, mate, it, it it's um, uh, Maddie. People just don't realise off the street how much work goes in, how much travelling we do. You know, this is this is seven days a week, daylight to dark. You know, getting home at two, three, four o'clock in the morning, two hours sleep, and you're you're into it again. You know, it's uh, it, 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 yeah, the financial reward's fantastic, but uh, the, the actual reward of of um, preparing a dog, making sure that everything is spot on, and you just you go to the track and you you say to yourself, "There's just nothing more I can do." It's up to them now, and uh, and, and to see them. Repay that effort to you makes it all that worthwhile. Yeah, absolutely. Just a justification of all all the hard work going into the race. Were you confident, or were you just more hopeful? Oh, look, you're always hopeful. Um, Look, I know we're I know we're very very uh, good judges after a race, aren't we? But look, he was boxed well. The best thing that ever could have happened was Fire Legend in one. Uh, when Lucy was drawn three, I thought a concern. You know, uh, the other uh, dog, Richardson, Sunburn Highway, you know he's just going to go gun barrel straight. He's faultless. Um, you just hope for the best. But when when uh, when he got into when he got into a good spot there past the winning post and, and then he burnt off Sunburnt down the back and, and, and chased Fire Legend... I thought we were right. I thought we were okay, but uh, I tell you what, the goat gave me a bit of a fright when he popped up the fence there. And uh, uh, you know, on, when they went across the line, watching the TV behind the boxes, I thought he just won it. Um, Jason Lincoln, he said, "You've won it, brother." And I thought, oh, you know, you never want to go the early pro, but when the slow motion come up, you could just see he had his head down. And uh, I tell you what, it's one of the prettiest pictures you'll ever see in your life. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was. Yeah. I'd... I must admit, I thought the, the in hindsight now the key to the race was was the fact that he was able to get the rails behind Fire Legend and, and keep Sunburnt Highway off the fence, and it just allowed him to to get that gun run. And like you said at the home turn, I thought he was he was going to win for sure. And, the, and like you said, the go got up on the inside, and where the broadcast box were a little bit in front of the post, so I wasn't a hundred percent sure right on the wire, but. Uh, fortunately uh, for you guys, he he got his nose down and and was able to win. So I, I know it, it can go both ways, and you can be on the other side of the ledger with those nose margins. So I'm sure you take that every day of the oh, week. Oh mate, look, there's there's been plenty of photo finishes. I've been beating a half a head in the nose in over the years. So there's no more important one than that one to go your way. And and look, Maddie, I, I've I, I've been race calling since I was ten year old, and. Uh, I, I watched a video the other day and I couldn't believe you weren't using binoculars from up there, you know, and uh, to sort of try and pick them off that far away and that high up, uh, it's a great job by yourself. But, uh, look, wonderful, wonderful stuff, wonderful thrill, um, a big effort here. Leanne helps me out with the dogs. We couldn't do it without without each other because we just, you know, I can't go to these races and travel three and four hours one way and be at the races come home, she needs to be here, she needs to keep things ticking over. Back to Blizzard, I, I put him up my straight here last Wednesday, look, once again, easy afterwards, he come up the straight and Leanne and I, we're, we talk to each other on the phone because she's down at the boxes and I'm, I drive the lure, 
and, and I just said, I, I don't know whether I'm getting carried away, but I don't think that dog ever come this good up the straight, you know, and he's probably been up here 200 times, you know, but I, I tell you, it made me feel good after Wednesday that he worked so well and, you know, he was just in tip-top order for, for Saturday night. Well, he might be just like a, a fine wine and getting better with age, I suppose. So what are the plans with him going forward now? Uh, he'll just go back to Wentworth Park this Saturday for a Masters. Uh, he, Zipping Brady, Rebecca Gay, they'll all be there uh, on Saturday night. I was planning to take Zipping Brady and Rebecca Gay to Albion Park on Thursday night, but when I had a look at the nomination count for Wenny this morning, man, he had five nominations for the Masters, so I had to divert my plans from Brisbane on Thursday and, and, and literally throw all the dogs in the one race at, at Sydney on Saturday night. I was hoping to sort of split them up because in Brisbane, the, the Masters up there are a little bit younger. They're only three and a half, and uh, they normally get two or three races every meeting, and they'll split them up for you, so you get a bit more of a chance. But, look, I, I can't justify leaving Blizzard at home this week and not taking him, so uh, Brady and Rebecca Gale head to, uh, to Sydney with him on Saturday night um, to, uh, to contest in another Masters race. Yeah, well, I'm sure he's going to be very, very hard to beat uh, in a well, Masters it race. Com- it all comes down to box draws too, Matty. Box draws haven't changed racing for 100 years. And, uh, you know, they've all got to be drawn right. and They've all got to have the right run on the right day. So, uh, although he went super the other night, yeah, put him out in box eight on Saturday night and a bit of speed underneath him, uh, things, things could go wrong real quick. Yeah, it's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, we've been around the racing game a long time. I've been around the dogs all my life. And, uh, you know, box draws mean everything. Box draws can put uh, a not-so-quick dog into the race. Uh, you know, I was bookmaking for 13 years as well as doing everything else we do with the dogs. And, and let me tell you, you soon learn a few uh, a few little things when you're, you know, when you're doing that as well. So it's... Um, it's interesting stuff to try and work out, but yes, uh, yeah, box draws mean the world. Yeah, they do. Well, massive congratulations to you with Angry Blizzards winning the Masters Meteor. Hell of a thrill, and and all the best for the future with him. I think it was a big thrill for his owner, Chris Witt, who's, um, you know, that was the first time he'd ever seen him race live in all his starts. You know, it's crazy to think, and uh, he drove up from down in the Southern Highlands there on Saturday night, he and his wife, Sharan, and uh, what a what a great what a great thrill for them too. Yeah, for sure. First time watching him live for a, for a, a win of that nature is pretty remarkable. Well, good yeah. luck this Saturday night with him and, and all your other greyhounds going forward. Good on you. Thanks, Matty. There we had Nathan Goodwin who prepared Angry Blizzard to win the Masters Meteor on Saturday night. We'll head for a quick break. Mark Davidson on the other side to talk. Let lad who won the Bob Payne Sprint. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And they're away now. And she jumped out cleanly enough, McKeon Bale. French Martini away, flying. And French Martini will burn them off in the run to the first corner. She leads, ties that bind. McKeon Bale settled down third, five lengths away, then Miss Free Rain. They're followed by Forever Thankful, My Mate Cake Garden Party and Banda Chain, but it's French Martini at the home corner. She leads it by five on Ties That Bind and McKeon Bale and French Martini, a dazzling ladies bracelet winner by a space over Ties That Bind and McKeon Bale. Fourth Miss Free Reign from Forever Thankful. Well, there we had French Martini dominate the ladies' bracelet at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. We're joined by her trainer now, Peter Lagosiani. Good morning to you, Peter. 
Morning, guys. How are we? Yeah, I'm not too bad. She was she was spectacular there on Saturday night, wasn't she? She just dominated that race from start to finish. Yeah, I said it earlier in the week. You know, she brought a provincial form uh, to to city to the city, and uh, and she showed them what she can really do. Um, you know, running twenty nine forty six. Uh, you know, I think a little bit surprising to most, but um, look, she certainly didn't surprise us. And that. Must have been the pleasing thing. Obviously, we saw at her debut, she almost broke the track record at the Gardens and there was quite phenomenal in the final of that Robert Smith Memorial. But she probably hadn't replicated that form uh, since since coming to Wentworth Park. So to see her do what she did the other night uh, must have been very pleasing for you. Yeah, that's uh, the old Wentworth Park hoodoo, mate. Look, they need a couple of runs there to adjust and uh, and to get used to that track. Look, we, we put around a couple of times and... and the trials were sizzling. It just, she just had to put it, um, put it together in a, in a, you know, in a race. So, um, look, she did that in a heat, and you know, believe it or not, we were slightly disappointed in a time in the heat. It did, she did run best of the night, I believe, and her run home was was uh, was the quickest of the night in the heat. So, um, um, you know, all she had to do was improve a couple of tenths, which she did on, on final night, and um, and she'll just keep improving this pitch, we believe. Which is which is pretty scary to to think. Obviously, you've got such an affinity with the million dollar chase, uh, having won two of them already. So even though you weren't a weren't a player in the in the main event on Saturday night, it still must have been a massive thrill to to have a winner on on such a big night of greyhound racing. Oh mate, of course. Yeah, look, it's the biggest night, the biggest night of racing in the world. I think you know, I think all eyes were on Wentworth Park. You know. Come uh, million dollar night, and uh, yeah, just to be there was was spectacular, and to have a uh, you know a, a runner and a winner, um, especially such a feature as the ladies' bracelet, you know, we're, we're completely honoured and, and thrilled. And obviously, that's the first of the the million dollar chases this year. I'm sure after seeing French Martini and what she did the other night, the the plan and the focus now for her is is going to be that second MDC in September. Yes, mate. Look, all roads all roads are leading to the to the second NDC. You know, this year um, for us anyway, um, and I, I think for the general public, you know, uh, and and other trainers, you know, all eyes will be on Watford Park again. You know, come September. So, look, it is it is the road we have uh, we have sort of uh, mapped out for her. Um, uh, I haven't spoken to Adam in depth yet about you know the the feature or the the coming up races that are coming up. There's plenty of feature races out there. Um, in the next couple of months, especially up in Brisbane. So, um, you know, but yeah, look, that is that is what we've uh, we've eyed off, and I think most trainers are eyeing that one off. So, we'll definitely try and be there. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you won't be alone in in trying to win that race, but you do know how to win it. You've won it twice before, and wouldn't that be something? Winning three of the first five editions of the the MDC. Mate, they told me lightning doesn't strike twice. Um, I'm I'm. Planning on it making you know making that a, uh, a thing in history, mate. That it's going to strike three times. So you know it won't be through lack of trying on our end anyway. Yeah, well, after after watching her on Saturday night, French Martini is certainly going to have a greyhound. That's that if she puts it all together like she did, she's she's going to be right in that race, no doubt about that. Particularly if she can improve, which she should be able to do over the next four months. Yeah, look, she she's I think she's just turned two. She's got natural improvement. She's a She's just she just does everything right, Matt. It, it, there's 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 no gimmick in her. You know, she's a true race bitch, and uh, 
look, she just needs a couple of looks at a track, and uh, and once she does that, once she, when she's comfortable with where she's at, um, she can really run the time. And uh, look, the water's our oyster. Uh, that's all we've got to say at the moment, and she, we just got to keep her together and uh, and keep her mind on the job, as as you know, every trainer's got to do with their with their dogs at the moment. So um, and let's and let's go from there. You know, we're we look, we've we've got smiles on our faces. We know what we've got in the kennel. Um, and we've got her, her younger, or uh, sorry, her younger brother, her brother, that uh, he hasn't started yet too, and he looks to have enormous potential too. So you never know; we could have two in it. Well, that sounds very, very exciting. Congratulations, Pete, on French Martini's win, and, and good luck with the future. I'm sure we'll be speaking about her a, a lot more in, in the next few months. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for your support. Cheers. There we have Peter Lagogiani, who prepared. French Martini to win the ladies' bracelet at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. We'll head for a quick little break. On the other side, we chat with David Aldred from Greyhound Racing, New South Wales. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. We're about to have a chat with David Aldred, the General Manager of Tracks and Infrastructure at Greyhound Racing New South Wales, to chat with the reopening of Richmond. The final touches have been made and a new era will kick off at Richmond this Friday night on a completed rebuilt track with new distances. The refurbishment has taken 13 weeks. The timeline exacerbated by all that rain that we had through March and early April uh, which stopped work for days on end. Good morning to you, David. Yes, good morning, Matt. How are you? I'm very well. How are you going? The the refurbishments at Richmond have been completed and, and we're ready to race again there. Yes, we are. We, we stopped racing, you know, just before Valentine's Day and we're returning to racing on Friday the 13th, so I don't know if there's anything we can read in that. But uh, all things are looking good uh, for the return to racing on Friday. Um, we've had trials there uh, yesterday and last night and again this morning. Um, the thumbs up from the trainers about the, the track. Uh, everything seems to be working well. And uh, as you said in the, the lead-in uh, lead intro to... Uh, to our chat this morning we've had a lot of rain we've had flooding we've had unseasonal torrential rain uh for most of the year so it's been a difficult uh, task to get this job finished but uh, we've been able to achieve it and that's very satisfying yeah for sure and and tell us a little bit about the the change that's that have been made at richmond um i believe they've they've adjusted some of the distances they have adjusted the distances. The uh, the new distances at Richmond, um, uh, well, the entire track has been increased from 457 metres up to 463 metres. So it's a little bit uh, longer around the circumference uh, with the rail being moved out uh, about uh, half a metre. With the new racing distances now at 320 metres, and I should uh, dwell on that one for just a moment, Matt, uh, the 320-metre distance was moved from 330 metres. And those that know Richmond would know that there was a little bit of a dog leg down the back straight when the dogs jumped onto the uh, from the boxes onto the rail. Uh, we've straightened out that uh, start now and moved it forward, and it's a much better start. It's a really superb start. We're really proud of the work that we've done there, uh, and it looks really good. And the greyhounds have uh, seemed to have handled it very well in the trialling thus far. 
Um, the other distance that we moved was the 535-metre distance, uh, shortened it up to the classic distance of 500 yards, which, of course, is 520 metres. Um, and it's a nice start as well. It's uh, further down the straight, from the, uh, taken from the top of the straight to, uh, obviously, 15 metres forward. Um, so there's a shorter run to the first turn, but it's a very good run. The dogs start out wider on the track. Um, they seem to glide across to the rail, which it, or they have done so in the trial so far. So the, the 520-metre distance looks like it's going to be a winner too. And, of course, at the classic distance, it's, it's easier to compare race times for big races there. Um, the 400-metre start is now 401 metres. The uh, 615 start's gone to 622, and the other start, of course, is, uh, has gone to 722. So uh, a few changes in the distances, but all looking very good. You said you had trials there last night. You've got them this morning. What's the, the week look like before the meeting on Friday night? Well, they're still trialling out there um, today as we speak. Uh, tomorrow, they'll have more trialling uh, back on the safe chase lure, I think it is tomorrow. Uh, we've been swapping the trials around, uh, doing a, a session on the safe chase lure, which is the remote control lure, um, and also the cable lure trials. So we've uh, conducted both so far. So they'll continue through to tomorrow. Uh, then we'll have a, a break to just ready the track for Friday's race meeting, and uh, we'll have the safe chase races on Friday night at Richmond. So uh, be a bit of a, a unique thing for the Richmond racetrack with the uh, dual lure system where they can race either the cable lure or the safe chase lure. And I can ten tell you from the trialling that we've had that both lures go around the circuit superbly um, and the dogs seem to... Uh, um, they're not showing a like for one or the other. They're, 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 they're treating the lure the same, whether it's the safe chase or the cable. And I'm right in saying that the lighting there at Richmond is new and a new state-of-the-art LED type light? Yes, it, it is. It's uh, all LED. We've uploaded, uh, upgraded, I should say, every light pole and every tower um, with LED lighting. Um, the old lighting was a little bit dark in sections, as some of the old lighting is at, at, at some of our older Greyhound tracks. Um, and the new standard for lighting is 700 lux. Well, at Richmond, we've able, been able to achieve uh, uh, somewhere around about the 1,130 lux uniform around the track so it's really bright lighting um you can see it from a long way away uh on the track that you can tell the difference uh enormously from what it used to be um and i think the uh, the viewers on on sky racing uh, the punters on track and the trainers and the dogs are going to appreciate the new lighting it's it's indeed very good yeah well that's great to hear and it sounds like it's a, a very exciting week leading into that meeting on friday night i just also wanted to uh, get an update on, on Musselbrook. I believe they were close to having a, a tab meeting this month. Where Where's that upgrade of, of Musselbrook at? Well, I definitely won't be having a tab meeting this month. Um, the, the, there's a little bit of water to fly under the bridge. It's our next major project. Uh, we've just got a few more boxes to tick before we get into the nuts and bolts of the, the real work up there. Uh, we've demolished the old track. We've still got to build the... Uh, put the new infrastructure back and, and renew the track there. So there's a fair bit of work to be done still at Musselbrook and uh, it, it'll be uh, a little while yet before we return to racing at Musselbrook. But uh, like the other works that, that we've done, we hope that the result is good and uh, you'll see a much better circuit at Musselbrook. Yeah, 
Well, that's great to hear. And and the Thurlmere Thurl trial track, I suppose, is in a bit of a, a similar position. Yeah, Thurlmere could start as early as next week, the training track down there. One of the things that we're doing in the state, Matt, is, is upgrading the training tracks right around the states because they're, they're just as important as the racetracks in some respect. A, a lot of dogs get their education at the training tracks. Um, so Thurlmere is one of those, those tracks that we've been able to uh, uh, find funding to upgrade. Uh, another one recently upgraded was Kudal. Uh, Thurlmere Works will start, as I say, as early as next week. It's just getting our contractors available to get down there and uh, actually fix the rail and put in a new motor and, and do a few of the, uh, the cosmetic things that need to be done to, to make the track uh, up to training track standards. So um, that'll happen in the next coming weeks. Uh, that job will progress uh, maybe in, in tandem with Musselbrook, but it certainly will progress in the coming weeks. Yeah, well, that's great news to hear. It sounds like it's a, a very busy time for you there with with Richmond and also those those works at Musselbrook and Thurlmere uh, going forward. So um, exciting times for Greyhound Racing uh, with these new tracks in New South Wales. It certainly is, and we've got a busy year because uh, there's still other jobs like the Goulburn track, the new Tari track, which we'll talk about another time, that are, that are the waiting in the wings to be done as well. And uh, it's very, very exciting that uh, New South Wales has been so progressive in upgrading their tracks, and uh, all credit to the, the New South Wales government and Greyhound Racing New South Wales for uh, getting these works done. Yeah, 100%. Well, thanks for the chat this morning, David, and... And good luck with, with, with the reopening of Richmond this Friday night. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you. There we have David Aldred from Greyhound Racing New South Wales chatting with the, the big reopening of the Richmond track this Friday night. That wraps up Going Greyhounds for this morning. To the putters out there listening, hope you enjoyed the week. Hope you enjoyed Million Dollar Chase Night and many winners for the week ahead.